Today we are talking about ADHD and anxiety. This is episode 38. Let's get started. Smarter Parenting welcomes you to our podcast series, The Parenting Coach for ADHD. Here to heal and elevate lives is your parenting coach, Siope Kinikini. Well, hello, my friends. Hopefully everybody's doing really well. I am doing fantastic. And the topic today is one that I'm super excited to share and talk about. There are just so many things that I want to cover today, but we're going to just take it kind of slow and work through it and um, provide some suggestions, meaningful things that you can do as a parent if your child suffers from ADHD and anxiety. Um, I wanted to start off actually by sharing something that happened to me last week. I, I am one of those people that I like to do things around the house on my own. Like I don't like to hire other people to come do it. I just prefer to learn. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not a great handyman. And so when uh, something comes up that I need to figure out, I usually do what most people do. And that is jump on YouTube, right? For a tutorial. Jump on YouTube. I can find what I need. And usually the tutorials are, are very clear and they're pretty easy to do. Well, I had this task that I wanted to do inside the house. And it was um, installing these, these shelves, right? And um, now installing shelves is fairly easy. But I, I wanted to figure out if there was an easier way to do it. And it's one of those floating shelves where you stick it in. And it came with instructions, of course. Uh, but the way I wanted to hang it and where I wanted to hang it, and I just wanted to see a visual, okay? So I'm one of those people that, like, I can receive the instructions, but I prefer a visual <laughs> where I can actually watch somebody else do it. So I jumped online, and um, I looked up a video on YouTube on how to do this, how to hang these shelves in the way that I wanted to hang them. Um, so I watched the video once, went all the way through it, and um, did not remember a thing about it. And the video was like five minutes long. And so I was like, okay, I guess I should re-watch it. And I, I was watching it, like I was physically watching it. I was like, w the computer was right in front of my face and I was looking at the screen and I was observing everything that was happening. I was listening to the words. And at the end of the video, I still did not it's like I didn't didn't even watch it, all right? And so my mind was doing this wandering thing, right? And um, I was aware of it, but I'm like, okay, I'm just going to watch it one more time. And I ended up doing this over and over and over again. Actually, after about the fifth time of watching this video, like I would get bits and pieces each time, but it didn't make sense. Like it did not make sense. And so I started to feel this... this um, Anger? <laughs> Anger's a good word, right? I started to feel like really frustrated, really angry, and um, anxious about this because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what was happening when I was in school. Uh, a teacher would say something and I would be like, okay, I was here and I was paying attention, but I'm sorry, I, 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 I could not focus on what we're doing. And it, it drove me crazy, like it absolutely drove me crazy until I learned some skills to use while I was at school to, to better pay attention. So the same thing was happening and I hadn't experienced this in a while because it's been, you know, it comes and goes, but it was never to this level of frustration that I was feeling. Um, and I started to remember 
like all of these memories started to come back about what it was like for me growing up and these feelings of not only ADHD, but escalating into this anxiety into, well, I can't do this. And it, it just kind of elevated, right? Now, the reason I share this is because children who've been diagnosed with ADHD, sometimes they're diagnosed with additional things like uh, depression, sometimes with anxiety, sometimes with OCD or whatever it may be, right? Um, but with anxiety specifically, there's such a link between the two that uh, a lot of people are diagnosed with both. Now, um, there is a society called, it's called the Anxiety and Depression Association of America. They actually report that 50% of the people diagnosed with ADHD are also diagnosed with anxiety with the two. Now, how they feed into each other is actually pretty common. I mean, based on what I had shared with you about my experience in trying to put up these shelves, in the house and watching this video over and over and but not being able to pay attention it elevated that feeling of anxiety and frustration and anger to the point that i couldn't i could not watch the video again i really couldn't and right now those shelves are still sitting somewhere in the house and i still haven't hung them up but i will um once i can you know it's kind of traumatic really anyways so with anxiety and with ADHD, uh, they're linked. They're, they're really closely linked. However, they are not the same thing, okay? And I want to be very specific that they're not. So with uh, anxiety, it's more of a nervousness or a fear or a worry about things to the point where it affects your normal functioning throughout the day. That's what anxiety is. Anxiety is that overwhelming feeling of fear and trepidation about what is happening or what is about to happen. Okay, With ADHD, it's the inability to focus or to pay attention. Now, if I'm unable to focus and I'm trying my best and I continually do that, then obviously other things are going to be happening too and they start to pile on top of each other, right? So, Learning to understand the difference between the two. Now, so what do you do? What, what, what does a parent do? What does a child do if they're struggling with both of those things? And, well, the, when you take your child in for um, to be diagnosed or to receive treatment, usually what happens is the therapist will focus on which issue is the most pressing or the most the biggest one. That's usually what they focus on. Sometimes they'll focus on a smaller issue in hopes that it will affect the larger issue, but they usually will, will focus. So if your child's been diagnosed with ADHD, they're going to focus on ADHD to help alleviate some of the symptoms of anxiety because they're, they feed into each other. Um, but usually, that's what they usually do. Professionals will usually focus on the most pressing issue um, that needs to be addressed. And that, in turn, will affect everything else. So there's this saying, one of my professors in, in school, while I was uh, becoming a therapist, um, stated this. It's like, you, you know, we live in these systems, and if you change even one part of the system, it actually will affect the whole system, right? Um, that, is the, that is the approach. So if your child is dealing with more focus issues, 
then treatment is going to be focused on that. If you're dealing with more of the anxiety issues, then treatment will be focused on anxiety. So whenever somebody goes in to talk to their you know, professional, their therapist or their doctor, the recommendation is to be as open as possible to talk about everything that's happening, put everything on the table so you can make a good judgment on what needs to be done. One of the most difficult things uh, for a professional or for a therapist is when somebody comes in and they've already diagnosed themselves and have already come up with a treatment plan for it and they've convinced themselves that this is the direction that they need to go. That's really kind of tricky because, um, you know, sometimes you're too close to the issue and so you need somebody a little bit farther away to help you decipher where you should place the focus. So be open-minded and be open to those things. Treatment's going to be difficult for somebody who's also dealing with anxiety because asking them to do something new or something different will cause some fear to be there. And it will cause some of this these feelings of nervousness and worry. So it may escalate the anxiety. Uh, I always ask parents to be patient and to be willing to work with their child on the level that they are at in order to implement the changes that need to happen. So if you're dealing with somebody who has ADHD and anxiety, you're going to find that it's, 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 it's a struggle because uh, you're going to introduce something to deal with the ADHD and the anxiety may kick in and say, oh, I'm too scared, I don't, I don't know, I'm worried, and uh, what if it doesn't work, And right? So be very cautious. And again, working with a professional would be super helpful for you in order to uh, make that work. Now, one of the things to be aware of is if you're being treated for the ADHD and your child is on medication, sometimes the stimulant that you're providing your child through the medication will actually cause symptoms of anxiety. And in that case, you do want to communicate with your medical professional so you can choose a non-stimulant um, to address the ADHD. Okay, so just be aware that those are some of the things to really think about. Now, what are the types of treatments that you're going to receive? You, through the professional, are going to receive usually CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. Uh, you'll, you'll learn some relaxation techniques for the anxiety, but also for the ADHD and mindfulness for the ADHD and for the uh, anxiety. These things help calm the mind down, help keep things calm and, and okay. You're also going to be given uh, some recommendations to make some lifestyle changes. This may include uh, getting some exercise. It may include uh, doing everything according to a schedule, uh, changing up some nutrition, and being sure that your child gets enough sleep. Uh, we've talked about this in a previous podcast, but sometimes ADHD and the symptoms and issues that arise from that are escalated or are compounded because a child doesn't have enough sleep. And so being able to measure those things are go going to be super, super important. Uh, another recommendation for parents when you're working with treatment in order to help your child who's struggling with anxiety and with ADHD is that um, the parents please, please control your own responses uh, to how things are going and to your child's. Because sometimes you can be the instigator to their anxiety based on your expectations, your feelings of worry. So ask yourself, am I an anxious parent? Am I over-anxious? Am I displaying this and it compounds for my child? Um, 
I've seen this so many times. There's, you can always tell when a child is feeding off the anxiety of their parent, usually because uh, when the child does something wrong or they're unsure, if the child looks to the parent and waits for the response, then you know they're feeding off of the response of the parent in order to know how to respond, right? If a parent is neutral and allows the child to figure it out, it gives them a lot more autonomy to work through the issue. So just be aware of those things, you know, as you are working towards resolving the issues of ADHD and anxiety. Now, these things are, they sound super simple, but it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of consistency and a lot of practice. Um, throughout the whole process, you'll want to implement some behavioral skills. And those skills are things that will help them so they can manage, self-manage themselves uh, in addition to what they're learning uh, with their professional. You can find parenting skills like how to communicate, how to set good boundaries, etc., um, on the Smarter Parenting website. So you can jump over there and you can check it out. All the materials there are for free. Uh, we wanted to be able to provide that for parents in need. Um, you can use those skills as a way to work through. Now, one of the skills on the Smarter Parenting website that I wanted to go over with you as parents is a simple one. It's called Observe and Describe. Now, Observe and Describe is exactly what it is. There's a video on the website that explains how it works. But the reason that it's super helpful is because it helps children take a step back. I used an example uh, at the beginning of me trying to hang out those those bookshelves, those shelves, um, and the frustration I was feeling. And what I noticed is as I continually watched videos and I started to delve deeper and deeper into this frustration and anxiousness and this worry and this kind of freaking out state, I actually found myself observing and describing what was happening to me. Now, observe and describe is you observe what is happening at the moment and you describe it, but you do so in a neutral way and without judgment. So uh, the example that we give in the video is pretend like you're taking a picture of something and then you're just describing the picture. So in my mind, I took a picture of myself um, and then I started to describe it, right? So instead of saying, I'm feeling frustrated, I'm feeling anger, I was like, okay, I'm observing myself watching this video and I am continually watching this video and... And so I describe the frustration and the feeling is frustration because it's not sinking in. The information is not staying in my brain. And by being able to detach that way, I was able to work through the feelings of frustration better, right? Because I didn't let the, the frustration actually consume my thoughts. I stepped away and, and removed that part of it so I can say, okay, I observed that um, your face is making this anger face, you're starting to feel hot, your heart is pounding super hard, you know, you're watching with clenched teeth. And, and when I knew what those symptoms were, then I could start to address them. So, okay, since your heart is beating super fast, take a deep breath, hold it, and then let it go slowly. So I could calm the heart down, right? unclench your teeth so it gave me a point where i could work through the issues 
Um, it's one of those things that I think will be super helpful for parents. It's a simple thing that you can do if you can teach your child to observe and describe. You'll get a better explanation of it on the Smarter Parenting website. But it's a, it's a useful tool because it will take you out of all the judgment that is involved with the way that we respond to the world. And it gives us an outlet to address things on a different level. Um, so yeah, check out that video. It's it's super short. doesn't take very long to watch. There are some activities that are involved with it that will help you integrate it and teach your child how to do that. But once they know what the symptoms are of the feelings that they're feeling and how their body is responding to it, they can start to address those things one by one, right? So anyways, I just wanted to provide that information for parents. I mean, we've talked a little bit about what it is, the difference between anxiety and um, ADHD. We've also uh, talked about how stimulants can actually cause some symptoms to ADHD. We talked about what types of treatments are going to be out there, uh, CBT, relaxation, mindfulness, lifestyle changes that you can make. I mean, we've covered a lot. You know, I kind of talk kind of fast because blah, 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 blah. It's just kind of the way I am. <laughs> Anyways, I, my goal now is to actually hang up the shelf, but I still need to watch that video probably for the hundredth time because um, I should have read the instructions, but I threw the instructions away because I thought the video would be better. <laughs> Anyways, my goal is to hang up the shelves and to work through that. But I, I have coping skills that I can use in order to work through the difficult emotions if I'm unable to focus anymore, right? So that's it for me from this week. You know, we at Smarter Parenting are excited to introduce coaching for parents. And the coaching aspect is to make it more individual for the parent and for the child based on your specific situation. So, you know, if you need coaching, you need help and your child needs help, sign up and let's let's do this. Let's work together to make a huge change in your life. Uh, we have all the tools here and we're ready to share them with you. In fact, I want to share them with you and I am sharing them with you. But if you need that individual coaching, I am absolutely excited to do that. So you can find more information on that actually on the Smarter Parenting website as well. So that's it for me this week. Stay tuned until next week and I hope you have a good one. We'll see you later. Bye. Mm -hmm.